Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And today I want to talk about revenge. I want to talk about how you opt out of revenge and opt into your own healing. This episode is going to be a little similar to the episode I did on opt into forgiveness, but we're going to talk about a little with a little more nuance the feelings that come when you want revenge, what is at the root of it, why people want revenge, and how to let go of that and opt into your own healing. Also, this episode has come about because I've been seeing a lot of, in the media, people telling their stories or people contributing to culture and coming from a place of being wronged and wanting in the effort to correct the wrong, perhaps engaging in an act of revenge is the best way to say it. And what do I mean when I say revenge? I mean that, so I want to make a distinction between revenge and accountability. Let's start there (laughs) before we go any further. Accountability is telling someone what they have done that has wronged you or what you've observed, let's say, that someone has done that is wrong. It is making people responsible for their part that they may play in either hurting your feelings or creating a situation that's unkind or unhealthy or toxic. Accountability is also coming from a place of, in some ways, love. It is about whether it's love for humanity or love for yourself Accountability is absolutely tied to love. You want to make someone accountable because you want to give them an opportunity to change or you want to give them an opportunity to acknowledge a wrong. You also make someone accountable because of the impact it's had on you and it's worth discussing or bringing to the forefront. That's accountability. Revenge is a little different. Well, honestly, it's a lot different from accountability. Revenge is done with the intention to inflict pain. It's beyond having someone apologize or right or wrong. It is directly aimed at harming and hurting someone equal to or worse to the hurt that you feel inside of yourself. When we engage in acts of revenge, our intentions are totally opposite of accountability. We ultimately don't really care if someone apologizes. We just want to make someone suffer. And to be fair, that suffering doesn't necessarily need to be physical or some grand revenge plan where someone is humiliated or emotionally (laughs) scarred. Sometimes it can just be small, little, let's be honest, petty things that make us want to engage in revenge. 
And trust me, as always on this podcast, I know where you're coming from. I have had feelings of revenge. I have draped it in this kind of, oh, what goes around comes around. I hope bad things happen to you (laughs) kind of a holier than thou attitude. But I have at times wanted revenge or wanted bad things to happen to what I perceive to be bad people. And I'm sure you have too. I'm not here to make you feel bad about thinking about revenge or even in the past having done it. It's a completely human emotion. And underneath that emotion is almost always pain, sadness, betrayal, All of those feelings are kind of what moves us. We don't want to sit with that. We want to do some kind of action, right? I don't want to sit being sad. I want to do something. And so the doing of the things isn't accountability. It becomes revenge. But here's why I'm suggesting another way. Revenge is absolutely opting into struggle. Thinking about ways to harm people or to get people's attention or reaction, celebrating a takedown of a person, that is struggle mentality. That keeps you in a war with people, right? It's like you're celebrating, getting back at them, then they feel the need to get back at you, and it just begins a cycle. Revenge rarely, if not uh, never, results in the healing of relationships or accountability, actually. That oftentimes we want accountability, but feelings get in the way and we go down the path of revenge instead. And while we are on the path to revenge, we are scorching earth of any accountability or healing. And if someone makes you feel that upset, it's worth thinking about, do you want accountability from them? Or do you want to distance yourself from this relationship? Do you want to hear from this person again? Do you want a back and forth? Or do you really just want to kind of hurt them back and and be done with them? And oftentimes we think revenge is the path to resolution. And it's just not. It's the path to continuing pain and continuing in the struggle dynamic that you have with a person. Or unfortunately, Sometimes it transitions you from being a victim of this moment or incident to a villain because of the way that you handle it. For a long time, I've been a rider, to run and have you subscribed to the Black Girl Burnout newsletter? Well, if you haven't, now is your chance. Every month, the Black Girl Burnout newsletter contains bonus video footage of conversations that I call Hey Girl Chats between me and my friends and other previous guests. It contains guided visualizations and meditations, as well as affirmations to get you through your month. It truly is a burnout prevention kit, all contained in a short little newsletter. So click the link in the show notes, subscribe, and grab your copy of this month's newsletter. Black representation in media means everything to me. Black girl burnout wouldn't exist if I couldn't look to other Black women in this space that came before me for inspiration and education on how to create what I've created. 
Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. In this collection, you're going to hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. I just listened to an episode with Tracy Ellis Ross, where it talked about how she's iconic and she's our favorite rich auntie. The episode was inspirational and educational and, of course, funny. It is important for us to hear ourselves and to understand the power of Black women and their voices and how much we can truly create. This new series by NPR centers the story of us in a way that hasn't traditionally been done. With Black stories, Black truths, you will hear a range of voices as nuanced and as varied as the Black experience itself. And it's also a reminder that our story should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. I don't know about you, but I have opted out of struggle when it comes to meal prepping and eating high quality food. With ButcherBox, you get incredible deals on premium cuts, deals as good or hard to come by at the grocery store. I know for myself, I do not like having to plan out everything I eat and then also be concerned about the quality of what I'm eating. When it comes to ButcherBox, it means less trips to the grocery store for me. It means knowing immediately in my freezer what's available and feeling confident about what's in there. It's about the value that ButcherBox offers. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com BGB and use code BGB to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Again, I'm here to normalize that those feelings of anger and wanting to get back at people is completely normal. It's just how we deal with them. And I also want to normalize that as Black women, we are so often underappreciated and even beyond underappreciated, we are hurt time and time again by people, whether it's just the thoughtlessness of some folks all the way up to people who actively go out of their way to hurt and harm and make your day worse. I could do a whole podcast (laughs) on airing out every grievance or every bad thing that people have done to me. And you would be genuinely surprised by some of the things that have happened. I've had some truly bad intentioned people do some really messed up things. And it has been a journey I've been very transparent about the fact that while I'm not necessarily a revenge person, that's not something I've always felt like I need to do. I'm not, that's not my personality. I definitely am a person who struggles with forgiveness. Oh boy, (laughs) if you mess with me, I don't care. I'm done with you. And I've talked about my journey to repackaging forgiveness in a way that I can grow and not stay stuck angry at people. And the same with revenge. There have been times where I'm like, you know what? You're going to get what's coming to you. And I am going to cheer when it happens. 
and that feeling, I realize I don't want to stay in that. It doesn't feel really good. And so I made a conscious decision to opt out of revenge and thinking about revenge and opt into healing. And I wanted to opt into healing for two reasons. One, as a way to establish accountability. And the second is a way to close the door and protect myself from further harm. So we'll start first with closing the door and protecting yourself from harm as a why you'd want to opt into healing instead of opting into revenge. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, what you learn and what has often been said is that when you are angry at someone, they either don't know that you're angry with them or they don't care. And for the people who purposely don't want to know, right? There's people who claim they don't know, but they really do. Is that someone you want in your life? So opting into healing prioritizes you remedying the hurt that they've caused and allowing yourself to close the door, that you do not want a further conversation. Going back and forth with someone, let's say, and getting revenge on them only keeps a conversation going. Even if it's not directly with that person, it's with the people around you who may be cheering you on, or it's with people who watched what you did saying, oh, that was kind of messed up. Either way, it keeps the conversation alive. And that conversation is absolutely going to get in the way of your healing. Whereas when you opt into healing yourself, you get to be able to make peace with what's happened and focus on making sure that you are great. After all, the cliche saying goes, the best revenge is living a great life. And I would personalize it to this podcast and say the best revenge is opting out and going ahead and opting into the things that you know are our true inheritance as black women, opting into joy. That was something that was a big deal for me and a big aha moment on my journey. And trust me and believe, like I said, I still struggle with forgiveness. I still struggle at moments with revenge. But I realized more than revenge, I wanted joy. More than revenge, I wanted abundance in my life. More than revenge, I wanted community. And the only way you can get to that inheritance is by letting go of the things that keep you in struggle. So opting into healing versus revenge, again, closes the door on a person's connection to you. Whether it's emotional or literal, (laughs) you want to close that door to facilitate your own joy and by extension, your healing. The other reason why we opt into healing versus revenge is so that we can get accountability. There are times when there are people that are still in our lives and people that we may want to be in our lives that have done really messed up things to us. And it's important that we push for accountability versus revenge. We don't cheer on bad things happening to them because that is a form of revenge, by the way. Even if you're not actively planning revenge, cheering on tragedy for somebody else is revenge. But there are times where more than we want to cheer on someone's misfortune, we actually want accountability. We want an apology. We want 
uh, someone to try to make things better for us to do a reparation or repair. And revenge is never the path to that. Now we've all seen the TikToks or social media posts and Instagram stories where people get revenge. And it does have like a a quick kind of flood of like, yeah, emotions. It may feel good temporarily to watch it or even to engage in it. But it doesn't get us what we ultimately want, which is an apology or some form of accountability. So opting into healing allows you to think more about what am I so upset about? Can I put that into words? And can I have that conversation? Maybe it's facilitated by a mediator or a therapist, but it is a way for you to have that conversation to have accountability if possible. And again, if not, to close that door. So your healing practice is to think about the areas in which you may be feeling like you want revenge or you've cheered on the downfall or tragedy or struggle of somebody else. Maybe it's in the past versus in the present, but really think about that and ask yourself the question, what about that situation really hurt me? And then the second question you want to ask yourself, in a perfect world, would I want or would I have liked accountability from that person or just for them to close the door on the dynamic and not have them in my life? Take a moment and really reflect on the situations and then think about going forward. How can I create a life where I'm opting out of revenge and I'm opting into my own healing? So that's it for today's episode. As always, there's four ways you can support this podcast. Like and share, subscribe with a friend or people that you love that you think will be impacted by this. Follow us on all our social media platforms. It's Black Girl Burnout just about everywhere and we're everywhere. Subscribe to the newsletter to get all the goodies that is coming to you each month. Only once a month, but lots of goodies jam-packed in there. And make my day and leave a review for the podcast. You can do it via Apple Podcasts where you can write uh, or Spotify where you can just click the five stars. Your reviews give me life. Until next time, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.